1: You're listening to episode 322 of the PHP Ugly podcast, a weekly developer podcast focused on the PHP programming language and surrounding community. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and we get together every Thursday night around 9 p.m. Pacific time to stream live, and we encourage you to be part of that live stream by joining us in our Discord channel at discord.phpugly.com. And join in in all the fun. I, I always start to trip around this part of the intro every week. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We also would like to thank a few people for helping make this show just a little better. Our sponsor, our longtime sponsor, I might add, Honeybadger.io, and our longtime Patreon supporters at patreoncom ugly. Okay, without further ado, let's go ahead and kick this off. With me tonight are my coding comrades, John Congdon.
2: Hello, hello. I thought I'd have something funny to say, but I'm too busy trying to get my <laughs> camera figured out.
1: And Tom Wright up. Hello. I made you guys laugh.
2: I must have been funny.
1: And Tom, you muted.
2: Hello. No, he wasn't. I talked over him. Okay,
1: so Tom is feeling the pinch of buying a new house. He can't even afford a full pair of glasses anymore. What's going on with your glasses, Tom?
3: I stepped on my glasses.
1: <laughs> didn't the doctor tell you you should not do that?
3: Well, I didn't have my glasses on because I couldn't see where I was going. So I stepped on it's, them.
1: It's a vicious
3: cycle, isn't it? It is. It is terrible. Yeah, it turns out, like, getting replacement, like, arms for your glasses uh, is difficult. Gotcha. Yeah, so
1: you you actually broke the the, the arm, huh? I mean, the, like, I, the glass, the thing is actually busted, huh?
3: Yeah, it broke the actual plastic. It's not just, like, that it popped out or something.
1: If you only had a 3D printer, you could have printed yourself a new one.
3: Yeah. But I don't yet. Yes. But I might. Yet. Yet, I might. I might have a new one soon. We'll see.
1: I've gotten <clears throat> addicted to it. I, I have a problem right now because the damn thing won't auto balance. Or yeah, auto balance. Yeah, that's what it's called. It won't auto.
0: It won't
2: level. Won't level. level.
1: Yeah, it won't <clears throat> go for the configuration. So I, I've decided that I'm going to like take the bed apart again. I'm gonna, you know, clean. The, I think I think it has like a little camera on it. I'm gonna clean that camera. No.
2: Um, hmm?
3: No, you're you're digging yourself a hole. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just stop there. It doesn't
3: work. What's your what's your leveling system? Like how do you, how do you level it? Does it have a sensor for leveling or it's
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, Yeah. It so
1: just goes through and does its own does it. All by itself.
3: Yeah. So what you're doing is some kind of auto like overcorrection. Like taking it apart is is just going to hurt you. You've got a screw that's either bent or you just you're overcorrecting every time it says to like level again.
1: No, no, I I don't even get to the auto uh, correction part. Like this first level levels the bed and then it does the whole okay uh, where's your no- nozzle at. I don't touch it. Like, and I've been using this. I haven't hmm. touched the machine. I've been using it. I just I keep flipping back between 3D printing and laser etching. And I'd actually switched back to 3D printing and ran a couple jobs and it ran just fine. And then all of a sudden, the jobs got really <coughs> wonky. It was the first time I had like a really bad print. I'm like, wow, I really, that really got away from me very quickly. I'm like, let me just. Fire it off again. Maybe I, I had something set wrong, and so I tried to fire it off again, and again it just went totally wonky on me. And that's when sounds I like, like well,
3: your Z offset might be wrong.
1: I said, let me uh, let me go ahead and try to recalibrate this thing, and maybe there's something wrong. Maybe my Z offset is wrong. I'll just try to recalibrate it. Uh, so that's when I just started running the calibration again, and it would not auto level, and it's been like that for like a couple of days now, and I'm very frustrated by it because I I don't know if 3D printing can be an actual recognized addiction. Yes, it can I'm very close to that. Yeah, because I can't <laughs> stop playing with this machine. It almost runs 24 hours a day. I just can't stop. I feel like I feel like I'm printing, like I haven't printed anything not functional yet I, that I can think of. Uh, everything I've printed has had a purpose for it, and I, I just, and I have so many more things I want to print. And like, I, I, I was just getting to the point where I'm trying to understand how to make CAD drawings, because not only do I want to make things that aren't, Existing yet, but I want to do the whole Batman thing and throw the PHP Architect logo and everything I do print. So everything's going to have the <laughs> PHP Architect logo on it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, everything's gone gone sideways on me. I'm very very disappointed. But I was a little busy this week to really spend any time on it. Like I had a presentation to put together. I had to help bail a friend out who thought it was a good idea to host a meetup and uh, put together a goddamn presentation. <laughs>
2: He's, the funny thing is he comes to me and he says, hey, I'll throw something together just real quick. No big deal. That's a <laughs> full-blown presentation. Like, he did a, an amazing job on it. Like, spent way more time than I thought he was going to. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, hey, let's talk about Lando and here's how I use it and just kind of talking about it. But you actually presented and did a great job at it. You well, know,
3: it's it, always it, nice it, to know when the bar is set real low for you. <laughs>
2: What's funny is I, we posted
1: the video to the PHP Architect YouTube channel, and I, I was watching the video again, not because I'm a narcissist, which I am, but that's not why I was watching the video. We John had brought equipment that we were looking to use at Tech, possibly, and we were testing the equipment out. So I wanted to see how well that equipment did. And basically watched the whole presentation again because it was only like thirty or forty minutes. I forget what the what the length of it was, and I missed so much stuff. I'm like, oh man, I can't believe I didn't talk about that, or oh damn, I forgot to talk about this other thing. And I was so I was getting really. I'm like, that's what I get for trying to do it last minute.
2: <laughs> well, so, you didn't have much of an option on this. Now, like I said, I didn't even ask you; you just volunteered.
1: I know. I was. I was feeling. I was feeling bad. I. I. I but I thought more people were going to be there. But
2: <laughs> you said there was like thirty people there in in the video.
1: I did.
3: <laughs> I thought there would be more. <laughs> That's very so, ambitious. Yeah, I, I
2: forgot I was knowing about that. You you did a great job on it. The. The test went really well. We need to cut out the first 10 minutes of the YouTube video. I, I did. Like, we need... Or, did you?
1: Or, or, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. I, I saw that Cause as I, well.
2: Oh, Because I sent the link out, and I put a timestamp because I wanted somebody to see it. And I was like, start at like 10 or 11 minutes in, which is where the actual meetup started.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I wonder, I wonder what that... Yeah, I guess that messes up. I don't know. Go, go look at it and see... Uh, I, I should have. It should have trimmed by now, because you know it's that whole. Hey, I'm processing this. It's going to take me like four hours to process it.
2: Okay. Yeah. But
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was good. It was. It felt good to meet up again.
2: It did. I uh, wish we had uh, had more people. It, it was s- small, but I attributed that to a couple of things. One, we had a decent turnout back in January. I was supposed to schedule February and I kept pushing it off because when I needed to find out the address of where we were going to be and then crap hit the fan with work and I finally got it scheduled but it was only like two weeks out but we didn't have a topic at that point so I just said we don't have a topic but you know if we don't get one we'll just hang out and talk which means nobody's going to show up and I guess Eric when did you actually change meetup.com? Like change the actual meetup.
1: Uh, I feel like it was uh, a day or two ago, like a, a day or two so, before, the, before the actual meetup.
2: Yeah. So it was very short notice and people probably didn't see that, what the topic was. And that's often a motivation, motivational factor of whether somebody will show or not. Like Eric and I are, it's community. You should be there no matter what. And other people are like, I'm only going to show up if I want to learn about that topic.
1: Yeah, very much. Yeah, and I and you missed it earlier, but I, I, I was we shout out to Ennis Bucky in our Discord for hosting the meetup, by the way. Uh he he's the one that's been hosting it and very excited about that. But I, I did a whole stalker thing on them where I, I had shown up I think I showed up about I don't know, a half hour, maybe a little bit more before the actual meetup started. And I stumble upon N.S. Bucky and our, our man Frank, who's also in our Discord, jamming out. Like, N.S. Bucky has an entire, like,
2: concert <laughs> thing set up
1: in his office. He's got multiple guitars, a drum kit, and all this other stuff. And these guys were just jamming out. And I felt bad. Like, I, I was on the literally on the outside looking in because the door was locked. And I didn't want to, like, <laughs> tap the windows or anything because – they had their little groove going. I told Frank, "I'm like, man, I love you, and I'm you're an awesome developer, and I'm so happy you you work with us, and I appreciate it." But man, you are that guy. Literally glows when he's playing music. Like you can tell that man was meant to play music. I I wish he could make a living playing music because he's so good at it. And it, it just fills him when he's doing it. I, I'm very envious of it because I wish I just had a fraction of that talent to, to just play something. Even if it was just one song, just play one song. But it was fun. It was fun. And then I had to pee and then I just started banging on the window. Open the goddamn door!
2: <laughs> 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 but, uh, I think we have a presenter for next month, which is good. I think you twisted his arm last night into actually presenting.
1: Oh, did I guilt somebody into it? I, I think I know who I, it is. You,
2: yeah, you might have.
1: I mean, there was only a few I, people I, to pick from. I, I,
2: <laughs> I kept trying after you guys left. We probably sat out there for another half hour just chatting. And I'm like, so what are you going to present on? <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I'm excited. Did, did they happen to mention what it was? No, not yet. Okay,
2: cool. So hopefully we get some... I'm I'm in this weird predicament right now where I'm waiting for the baseball schedule because I don't want to schedule it and then have to turn around and change it because obviously if, if I have to be there to coach a Little League game, I can't, you know, not show up for it. But I don't know when I'm going to get that schedule. And then, like, I want to schedule the next one. I need to get it on the books.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so tell us about your week. How does it feel to be like a coach now?
2: I feel so out of my league. Ah. It's, it's terrible. Like I I'm out there like when I'm if it's just me with the kids, like I'm talking to them and I feel good about it. But then I feel like I'm stumbling because then I got the other dads out there and I feel like I'm being judged. And I'm like, Oh you kids, listen to me and are. do something. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna and say like, don't
3: worry about it, they're all judging
2: you. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing please stop I can't control them and I'm, I'm like doing I'm doing the best I can for what I know uh, we had a practice tonight that's why I was almost late to get on here because we didn't get home till 815 830 and trying to get the kids showered and in bed is you know always fun showered but we, we got through like I told the parents you know Maybe an hour, hour and a half at the most, and I got to the hour and we went through all the drills. And I just wanted to do a simple little game, and all of a sudden the kids are like scrimmage, and they wanted to get out there and like, I'm like, okay, let's. I went over to talk parents. I'm like, hey, if anyone needs to leave, go for it, but the kids want to play, so we're gonna do some more.
3: So, so we, rule rule one: don't let the kids class. run the game. You're the coach. Just don't. No, I let them run the game. Don't do that.
2: Hey. I I, I sat there with... One of the kids was running late. like He was waiting for his parents, so I sat there and just hung with him. And he's a very shy kid, but you get one-on-one and he just will talk to you. So I'm asking him, I'm like, so what did you like? What didn't you like? He goes, I liked it all. It was great. I'm like, that's great. I'm happy to hear that. And he's telling me I did a great job, which I was like, thank you. I'm like, but I want a kid
1: who John's starting pitcher is next week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So as we're talking... He's very like, uh, in, intuitive. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, he asked me, "So why would you want to be a head coach?" <laughs> like, coming from an eight, nine year old, I'm like, I'm just talking to him. Sounds like I just but like it-
1: making kids cry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got to mess with him a little bit because, at, at the pitching station, he gets up to pitching. He goes, "I don't. I'm not very good at this." He gets up, throws the ball right over the plate. I'm like. Yeah, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> he's just a shy kid. He's awesome. All the kids are great.
3: Sounds like a shy kid with a very intense dad. He's, he he's, so, I don't know. You don't have to answer. Yeah.
2: No, he, so, I had another parent say, he's the smartest kid you'll ever have on your team. So, he's, he's very intellectual. Like, after he does his pitches, he's telling me, Oh, well, I was throwing a little higher because gravity is going to make the ball fall down. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so we need to work on throwing faster and harder so that gravity has less time to take effect, right?
3: So you need to start recruiting speakers from <laughs> SDPHP from this, this league then. <laughs> so you know what? You're not necessarily good at baseball, but uh, I've got a thing you might be interested you think in. I
1: he might be your your 14th? Yeah. <laughs>
3: You ever play with Scratch? (laughs) How about you, Tom? How's your week been? I see you still in the old
1: place.
3: Yeah, still here. Uh, Not sure if I'll uh, actually be on the podcast next week because we're we're boiling down to the last few days before we move. And, uh, you know, everything is like it feels 75% done. Which means we have ninety percent to go. I'm not going to pretend that it's that's just not how it is. That's how it is. Uh, painting ceilings, removing walls, replacing cabinets, and, uh, and and countertops. So you're
2: already you you started out doing that from the beginning, huh? Yeah. It's not a wish list. Like one day we'll like to replace like tear down this wall. You're like, we're doing this before we move in.
3: Yeah. So we found a place that was about eighty thousand less than everything else we were looking at with a highly motivated seller. So we got them to cover points on the closing, which left us the money that we needed to make the changes that we would want. So uh it was a, a balancing act of Hey, if we buy this house, can we make it the right place? And we're right on that line where we're running out of money. But it's looking really nice. And I got a server rack.
2: Yeah, you could have saved that for the last, like. Nope. Let's see where the money gets us. No, 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 no. I'm sorry.
3: Where we want it to go included a server rack, and I actually toured a couple houses that already had one, and I and my wife didn't buy in on that. And I said, "Well, if we're gonna get a house, we're gonna have to buy one then." So So my wife.
1: One of the things I printed was a little (laughs) server rack for my Raspberry Pi. Well, flexing. Flexing on the pies, man.
3: I I found a full enclosure four-post server rack for two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh,
1: you, you, you say that like you're proud of it, but I'm still not seeing. I'm not seeing this as a good investment.
3: Well, so the gaming machine is leaving the living room and going into the office. The file server is going to go into the rack. The router, the managed switch, the PF sense, you know, stuff. The, uh, it's, it's I'm very excited. You'll see it. You'll see it, uh, either next time or the time after that.
1: Well, I'm excited, I'm excited
3: to see it. I've, I put some pictures on our discord, our very awesome you? discord. I did. I missed
1: it. Where, where are yeah. the pictures at? It
3: was a, a couple of days ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So, the rack the rack John, empty <laughs> completely empty the rack retails for oh, 4500.
1: I, I, I saw the rack. I thought you were talking about I thought you were talking about the the place your place. I saw the rack.
3: No, no pictures of the place yet. I want that to be a surprise. We're doing a big uh, my wife is doing a big before and after collage. Uh if you're on the video stream right now and not the Podcast, you can see the picture of the rack there. Uh, right. So it's it's normally a very expensive rack. Got it for two fifty, and a huge favor owed to my wife because she had to drive and get it.
2: Why do you think it was so cheap if it normally retails for so much more? Well, you know, litter. they're just
1: <clears> trying, to, <throat> trying to get anything they can for their equipment
3: right now. Yeah, that's the thing is that server <laughs> hardware does not resell very well. So this I happen to know came from a Walgreens that either was shut down or did a complete rebuild of their infrastructure. And uh the person there, the person who sold it, said, "Yeah, it's it's a Walgreens thing. It's." It was set up once and used forever, but <clears throat> nothing was ever done to it. It's it's really in cherry condition. Comes with a bunch of rails and uh, shelves. So
1: Walgreens I mean, does have good prices. So
3: yeah,
2: you bring up Twitter just before the show as we were tweeting out the the show starting. I happened to see a friend of mine posted, "What did I do?" They they got. They weren't allowed to follow anybody else. Is there a limit what? on the number of people you can
3: follow? <laughs> uh.
1: So you guys you guys laugh. I <clears throat> that's why I said I feel like I've been I've PSP Ugly's been shadow banned or something because it doesn't show up on my stream anymore. You guys still <sighs> see it though, huh? On Twitter? Yeah.
3: I don't go on Twitter. Uh, I, I don't either. <laughs>
1: So, well, why are you telling me Dah, It's not a problem? No,
3: because a bunch of people complained uh, in the last week that they were getting a new error message that said that they had hit their maximum number of followers or had sent their maximum number of messages. What? And a leaked email came from Elon Musk that said, hey, we're suspending all of our experiments because things are breaking everywhere. <laughs> <coughs> so, so people on the internet you know, did the sort of 1 plus 1 equals 2 math because it's the easiest math to do. They're trying to create a premium base level membership where you can only tweet X times per day or follow X number of people. I mean, he, he's trying to get as much money out of this thing as he can without realizing that he's destroying it.
2: Okay. Oh, Hi. we we did you
1: see? Good.
2: Sorry, just while, while we're talking about that, did you see Chris Hartjes' post? No. Grumpy program. No, he
3: must be shadow banned.
2: He, he, no, he shut down his Twitter because for him, Twitter was a marketing tool. He's an author. He does a lot of video game or uh, Magic the Gathering. Like he's got a community. He has thousands of people that were following him on Twitter. But because of the API changes, it made it pointless for him to be able he wasn't going to use it, so he literally shut it down and moved to Mastodon
3: yeah, not surprising I mean,
2: he, he was there already, but can you imagine going from thousands of followers to just a few
3: hundred?
1: yeah you know
3: i don't i don't care i can i I can't even imagine having a few thousand followers. This is my biggest platform <laughs>
1: I uh, I see so many people talking about this, and, and I see people talking about it on both sides of the fence. Like, you know, you can pull Twitter out of my cold dead hands, where I'm kind of like, "You're an idiot." And then I see people, "I'm going to leave Twitter tomorrow." And I'm like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> Everybody's just idiots. I I don't know. I don't. I, I do think Twitter is imploding, and I got middle no problem. With it. <laughs> yeah, I, I got this issue with people who. Who think just because they made this decision, like they're gonna get, like they're they're going to be that tipping point on Twitter? Oh, I'm leaving Twitter, so I'm sure everybody else is leaving Twitter. And I really have a have an issue with, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I want to word that. I'm not going to even word that, but I don't know. You want to leave Twitter? Leave Twitter. I, I I don't fault anybody for that. I personally, for me personally, spend more time on Mastodon now because it's where all the PHP developers are, and there are good conversations. There's there aren't ads. Like I go if I hit Twitter on my phone, I'm just like there's like you know post post ad post ad post post ad, and Mastodon that's is, nothing you know, cleaner, but the but the exposure is a lot less limited fortunately exposure is that something i really ever had a concern of but i mean this I is know.
3: the this is the same as like the dig versus reddit thing which is no one quit dig they just mm-hmm. stopped going there yeah like I and there there were for sure like you know we're we're in the when there was that transition from dig to reddit we didn't have the same content creator culture that we do now. So when somebody's leaving a platform, they actually have to say something. Like there are big contributors that say, "Like this is where I'm going." But
1: yeah, I don't. Now I, I do. I, I've said this a couple times over the last couple months. I think with you know what? What are they thinking? Sort of comments. But I really, really, really think that they've shot themselves in the foot with this API charging issue. Now, we talked about this last night at the meetup. And I think that I had brought up the fact that there are so many companies that built their business model around the fact that Twitter, basically around Twitter in, in their APIs, and the kind of argument, or not argument, the, the point I was making last night is a lot of these companies are going to die because they don't, they, they, they never had like a budget for that. But also the bigger ones shouldn't have an issue with paying for APIs. It's like. Why why are why do you have an entire business well, built around these free APIs? You had to have made, you know you had to have known that ride was coming to an end at some point.
3: So a bit a bit of a correction there is that the, the API that is now not free is the developer API, which had like a rate limit of something reasonable for a developer doing rate limit testing or doing just running your own little thing. So like for a developer, like grumpy programmer, he could run a developer API and make a thousand hits a month. And that would, that covered everything he ever needed. There already was there for the last like year and a half, there already was an API like a, a corporate slash enterprise slash, slash, business use API license that you had to get to get over that call limit. So like the, the really, the, the, the change was small guys. The little guy can't use this for free anymore. The little guy has to pay just to integrate, which is where all of the developers went, well, fuck off. I use this for my own little homepage. I use this for testing. I'm not going to pay to learn, to integrate with your system. Uh, So the the change wasn't as severe as a lot of the internet wants people to think, but it was way dumber because it was this very small amount of traffic that they just said, well, we're going to start charging for that too. And that small amount of traffic was the people who integrated the API in the first place. So now if you want to do, a Twitter integration, you have to pay for the sandbox instead of just getting the sandbox for free and figuring out how to integrate it. And it's a lot of people were using the sandbox for their own personal stuff, but those guys were developers. Those people were, you know, the niche users. And,
2: what? They weren't making. They
3: weren't making bank off of. They, they were making the, jack the shit off of it. Uh, and that's this. This goes to the general misunderstanding that Elon Musk has towards where the money comes from. Is hey, we're giving this away for free to five percent of our audience. Start charging them. It's like no, they're paying, but they're they're paying through another mechanism they're paying to have their company integrated it. so it's it's a it's a giant stupid mess i mean i don't disagree that it's stupid but that there is a misrepresentation that the api was free before and now it's not it, it wasn't free if you were using it to make money you had to pay but now you have to pay even if you're not using it to make money
1: all right. Well, thank you very much, Mr.
3: Rideout, for that clarification,
1: because I, I definitely didn't understand that correctly.
3: I, I've seen it a lot all over the place, and, you know, the, the Internet is a cesspool of misinformation, but it is still a stupid decision.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to find, speaking of misinformation, not that I'm implying <laughs> misinformation, I, I'm trying to find something... Talking about the fact that people are hitting this rate limit of followers, I'm seeing some older articles that hey say, "Hey, technically, Twitter has a rate limit of people you can follow, and follow and unfollow." This is all some of their anti-spamming sort of uh, methods that they were doing, um, but I'm not seeing anything recent like you know people posting crazy that uh, they. So
3: it's, it's not exactly clear what's going on here. What happened was over the weekend, people started encountering lots of random errors over the limit for posting over the limit for followers, over the limit for following. And the only hint we have as to what was going on was an email that got leaked from Elon Musk that said, Hey, Hey, during this glitch, we're pausing all new feature development. So it sounds like Elon is trying to monetize a bunch of new areas of Twitter, such as tweets per day or followers added or stuff like people tried to add you and couldn't because you're rate limited. Do you want to upgrade to Twitter blue? Which is a thing that, They've also done this week, which is Twitter said we will split ad revenue with you if you are a Twitter Blue member. Which like Twitter Blue is $8 a month.
1: Uh, no, it's actually gone up. I, I think was Twitter in- Blue is like 11 or something now. Um, I,
3: I so 99.9% of people... Won't make a dollar off of off of this ad revenue split.
1: Look at this. They 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 know PHP ugly. I'm on PHP ugly's uh, Twitter account right now. They know it too well. They're like, I'm not even offering these guys Twitter blue. Are you kidding me? Look this this is what I'm talking about. If if you're listening to the audio podcast, I apologize. I'm scrolling through Twitter. Uh, th- I'm on the PHP ugly. Twitter handle. I, I have I have uh, my personal handle up because I was looking at something, but I'm on the PHP ugly and just scrolling through this. So so this should be this should be all my posts, right? So I have the post from today, the post from today, an ad, uh, a retweet I did, another post, the post from from the meetup of Frank in Bucky playing music, an ad. So what we had we had one ad, three ad, uh probably again here. Ad another th- another two or three, another ad. I mean it's just like so many ads now. Can't
3: John, just- do you understand why he's surprised by this at all? Cause I don't no. <laughs> Way too many
2: ads. That's why yeah. everyone's moving to Mastodon. Which is A Woods, why are you A Net instead of A Woods? I mean mm-hmm. oh, I, Andrew A Woods in Discord was talking about Mastodon. I was trying to find him on <clears throat> on there, and he changed his, his username to A Woods Net. Sure. If so if you want to follow somebody, follow A Net on phpc.social. I guess the proper way to say that now is phpc.social slash at awoodsnet.
1: I, I I still don't know the proper way of, of doing that. To be I mean it's a URL. That's right? I mean it's, that's
3: that's why Twitter still exists is because Mastodon is dumb.
2: It's it's less dumb the more you know about it, but Dude, it does take a while to get your head wrapped.
3: Around. We are we are right now twenty years removed from having to say www in every ad that had a website in it. I mean, you remember pets.com people were confused about how to get there. Cause there was no WWW. We, we are, I, we are getting to so many shorter
2: with people about that,
3: <clears throat> but we are getting to shorter URLs, not longer URLs. And if, if it's Twitter at John Congdon, people get that. If it's mastodon.com at, PHP dot no, 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 social no, you know, you, You're
1: reading too much into it. It's it's but, exactly
3: what you just said.
1: It's your Mastodon instance. So in my case, it's php.social social because that's what we decided to use. The only difference is it's not just slash Eric. It's slash at Eric, which is weird.
3: That's fine. But uh, if I want if I want to find
1: that's, that's the URL. That's the URL.
3: Okay, sure. Um, but if I want to well, find Madonna's, Madonna's account Madonna's right account. now, where do I how do I find Madonna's Mastodon account?
2: I mean you have a point. You have to know the instance that they're on, which kinda sucks. And the fact that we are reusing the at that Twitter made actually I don't know if Twitter made it, but it, it's so associated. When you see an at Shokum, it's a Twitter handle. It should have probably been something other than the at symbol, but but there's still the fact that you need to know an instance which makes it harder.
1: but the
3: huge
1: that's the, big, that's the biggest thing I think is that's the thing that makes it so difficult. You can't just say, "I'm at Eric on Mastodon. you have to say your Mastodon instance, and
2: it's, so it's you can the be there could be a different Eric on a different instance, which makes it a little more confusing
3: not not just a little more. that was the whole problem. With the first thing that Elon Musk did, which was get rid of the blue check marks and make them a paid service where now you can impersonate people. If you think you have the instance right and at Shokum is, is shilling a bunch of cryptocurrency stuff, then you know you're at the right at Shokum. But if he's not shilling a bunch of cryptocurrency stuff, that could be any random Eric Van Johnson
1: It was a good,
3: good try there. I, I thought that was good. <laughs> but that was the the whole blue checkmark issue, which exploded the internet for a while, was that there wasn't an authoritative source anymore for who was who. A- enough to You're the right, point about, where... Hold
1: on, Tom. Just take a breath. <clears throat> your beep, whatever you want to do. Talk about the blue checkmark for a second, because this this has been a point of contention for me. I know everybody's especially in our very tech savvy close circle are very anti blue check mark. And I get that. I mentioned that for a PhD, for the PHP arch handle, I thought it was a good idea to have a blue check mark, even though it was a paid for blue check mark. I, I don't understand why it just didn't have one before, but I'm like, okay, this is, our, this is our business. I wanted to have the blue check marks. So I paid, to have the blue check mark. Got the blue check mark. That wasn't the issue. A month or so goes by, and we've re- we revamped the PHP Architect logo. So I go to the PHP Architect Twitter handle. I'm like, okay, I want to update the little avatar to the new logo because it was the old logo, and I add, add the new logo. Twitter says, hey, you've changed something in your profile. We're taking away your blue check mark until we can verify this is still you. I'm like, all right, I just changed an avatar. I mean, I'm not sure what could happen, but that's fine. I figured it'd take a day or two. It's been like a month and a half, and that blue check mark still hasn't come back. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't really care enough about it to follow it up, with the exception of the fact that we are paying for it. But
2: yeah, (laughs) yeah. But that guy got fired.
1: Well, well, we pay for. uh, There there are other things besides just the blue check mark that you get when you go Twitter Blue. We're paying for that. The bigger thing is the ability to edit and delete posts, which is what I again think is very important for a business to be able to do. Um,
2: The fact that you can't just do it anyway drives me.
1: Up a wall. So I I agree with you there. Here's the thing
3: there is a service that we do pay for with excellent response time, excellent customer service. Eric, can you let us know who that is? Honey
0: Badger transforms you into a DevOps hero by combining error, uptime, and cron monitoring into a single easy to use platform. Stop wasting your time tailing logs and deploy with swagger. Visit HoneyBadger.io today to level up. Thank
1: you, Thank honey you, HoneyBadger. Honey honey Badger. Badger. I really wish HoneyBadger would consider becoming a sponsor of tech, but I'm afraid to ask them because I don't think they know they're still sponsoring us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to tip that card yet. So. Yeah, I worked with that
3: business model for like 15 years.
1: <laughs> You've been sponsoring PHP Ugly for so long.
3: Hey, you I'm haven't kidding. logged in in a while. You guys know that you still pay for it? I, it's just <laughs> letting you know. Don't ever send that email. I
2: That's why I still get paid by some of our clients. I just don't bring it up. Like,
3: you really just, you're still paying us? You know we're still we shipping do you bowling pay? balls, right? I ran across... An article a late breaking article today late breaking uh, just as we were starting up the podcast I pulled up reddit and there's an article that github is laying off 10% of staff and closing all offices as their lease ex- as their leases end
1: what you're full of shit I, I need to see this Wait, where is this link at
2: Add it to the show notes. Add it to it's, the show notes.
1: It's, well, it's, it's in the show notes. Okay, so I'm
3: moving it over.
2: Uh, go, go, Daddy! Just laid off eight percent. So, out.
3: this is. It's okay, a it's kind of a, a it's a, yeah it's what, a paywall article. Ar- it's this? a paywall article. But the quote here is: "We are not vacating offices immediately, but we'll move to close all of our offices as their lease ends, and we are operationally able to do so." Now. The, the the headline on this got changed so the, the headline says GitHub is laying off 10% of staff and cutting down office space and going fully remote oh. which
1: That's a different... is
3: not true from the statement they've made GitHub is owned by Microsoft if you want to keep working there and not remote Microsoft has lots of offices you can go to this is a this is a normal refactoring of a company that you've purchased. And I'm, I'm kind of baffled that this is sort of, this is news after Microsoft bought GitHub where the, like Microsoft bought GitHub and then laid off staff and closed offices. Like, yeah, no shit.
1: There's a little
3: <laughs> overlap there. I'm sure. <laughs> right. Like, their marketing department, no longer being necessary, doesn't surprise me too much. Their billing department being somewhat redundant, I'm not shocked. Like, And that's got to be 70% of the staff right there. Like, and, and this this gets into, I'm afraid to say it, politics. But I saw a lot of chatter where people were saying, oh, these tech companies are laying off tens of thousands of people. But the big announcement this week was that unemployment is at an all-time low. And I'm like, yeah, do you think the tech industry makes up the majority of every company? Like Especially the, here pe- in the, US. the the people who were laid off from Microsoft, Google, Facebook, uh, all these companies they these are tech companies that employ hundreds of thousands of people, they're laying off people who are not doing programming necessarily. They're laying off people who are doing...
1: Oh, I don't know if I would make that statement.
3: I'm saying I mean, not necessarily. Some, some
2: are, but it's not across the board. Where we we hear layoffs at GoDaddy or GitHub, you're thinking all developers. right? You're saying that it's, it's spread across various vertical board, I, I yeah, would probably. I
3: would tell I would be willing to get to bet that goDaddy is 20% developers or less and that when they say they're laying off 10% of staff it's very few developers it's a lot of marketing analytics like but there is still a gigantic market demand to that point. Nintendo just looked at the market and said, we're, pay, we're increasing the pay for all of our developers because there's a bunch of open positions that we don't want them to take. And looking at my like daily feed of employment offers and, and contracts and shit like that, there is no slowdown. In the tech industry, as developers... You're very safe. Oh,
1: shit. not a hundred percent
3: safe, obviously.
1: Maybe, maybe I more somewhere else.
3: But you guys, I mean, Diego Dev is a ninety-nine percent tech company. PHP Architect is a ninety-ninety-five percent developer company.
1: hundred
3: percent. No, no. Nope. You have knowledge. HR. You have lawyers. Oh, you're right. We do. We do have. But um, Facebook is like...
1: How you consider Frank?
3: Facebook (laughs) is like an 8%. (laughs) That's wrong. (laughs) Poor Frank. I'm sorry. We're going to have to fire the minstrel. Facebook is like an 8% tech company. Everything else is advertiser platforms. All of this business bullshit you have to go through. But, like, the tech industry... I
1: love this deceit, but there's a a delay that people in Discord (laughs) here wait, wait, what?
3: Well, he had to find a safe place to put the joint down. These fuckers. I swear to God. Uh,
0: We
1: we talked a lot. I've talked in the past about uh, how I got started in in tech. I mean, I, I had an entire life of jobs that weren't computers, and um, I, you know, I mentioned the fact that a, a friend of mine told me to get some certifications, and I did that. But one of the biggest things I attribute the fact that I was able to get started in tech, and Tom, you reminded me of this when you said something. Is I got started, and I and I got started in a Fortune. 500 company. Yes, you did. Company. I got started there. And I contribute that to the fact that it, it was during the, the dot com era and everybody was leaving like enterprise and start going to start for these new companies. And to Tom's point, all of a sudden, like all these big companies were looking for IT people. And, you know, I
3: just kind of whoop, slipped in. <laughs> I, I think we're at we're at that same place. I mean, th- we are a skilled industry, a highly skilled industry, and you know, people have asked me, "Am I worried about getting laid off?" I'm like, "Well, I've been doing this for twenty years, so no. If I was just." if I was an entry level coder for 20 years, yeah. But like, I'm not an entry level coder anymore. And just by having a job in Silicon Valley, I'm getting these job offers. that are like, Hey, we noticed your LinkedIn updated and boy, you've gotten much more attractive. And I'm like, thank you. I bought a new belt, but like, you know, entry level is for sure going to suffer, but that's, that's, that always entry level is always where it suffers first. You keep keep the senior devs, bring in the the new college graduates, and replace the guys who've only been doing it for five years, and it always backfires. The senior developers always throw their complaints up the line, and I mean, like I, this this bubbles burst. What maybe four times in my. Lifetime and my in my work time is that a thing?
1: I, I, it's it's your professional career, I think, is what you say.
3: Sure, we'll call it that. Haven't been very professional, but sure.
2: <laughs> in the career that I've made, where people give me money,
3: yeah, and I I talked a lot with uh, employees, uh, co-workers, former co-workers, and it's like sticking around for two and a half, three years is crazy in Silicon Valley. And maybe people will stick around for another year to ride this wave out, but that this passes and not to like, not to condemn a lot of other people working in the industry, but marketing and advertising and like these, these we want new blood types of positions are the ones that are at risk. I don't know why HR is never at risk.
1: It's odd how that happens.
3: Yeah, not a lot of people get fired from HR. I'm still waiting. I'm telling
1: you, I, 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 I believe strongly. We'll always have like the especially people in our Discord. My Spanish-speaking kid is mentioning the fact that a lot of people they have are applying for NASA internships. We are five years, ten years out from like being the plumbers of the future. and, and that's not to knock plumbers. I'm not saying plumbers okay
3: the the best less, paid of the people who work on houses
1: any less of of, of, a, of a position. I'm just saying like the prestige that comes with with being a developer or, or working in IT, I think it's quickly <laughs> fading and, and not to any fault of our own but from the fault of the fact that everything requires IT now. So everybody needs an operations person or a sysadmin or a developer. You know, it's not, it's no longer just, hey, I just need a website. You have all these like applications and I don't know. I feel like the prestige of being a developer and I, and I do consider it a prestige to be a developer. I I am, I feel extremely fortunate to have, live this life and to be part of it. But I don't know. I I think it's going away. I don't think it's going to be, we are the plumbers of the future.
3: I mean, it it took centuries for the profession of plumber to have this concept of apprentice worker, uh, uh, master and journeyman. And we're doing the same thing now with job titles, where hopefully the, the CTO is a journeyman programmer. Uh, but I don't think I don't think we're we're losing anything. I think we're just separating things into hey if you're if you're a, an apprentice plumber and you fuck up, you gotta go, or like we have to fire all the apprentice plumbers, and the journeyman will take over. I, but I don't think it's different. I don't think anything's changed. I think we're just categorizing it slightly differently.
1: That's fair. You know what I, ho- I hope doesn't change? Our patrons. What
3: is that? So I didn't even <laughs> I say anything. I knew where he was going. Orders.
1: You we give him... A new one. I don't know what's going on with my life. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's your wife.
1: My wife is literally... Giving my money away. To- <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I. So I think now I have uh, one kid. I don't know. Do I have both kids on here?
3: I know I have one kid on here for sure. We, we need to run some man. We need to run no, some well, analytics I, on this because Kaylin J must be one of
2: yours as well, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Kaylin no. J, Emily J, Beck J. There's, but
3: there's clearly. Longer. There's clearly a number of people on here who forgot that they're giving us money. Exactly. A number of people who feel like that they have to give us money to maintain employment. And a number, no, I, a number of I, people I who you were related I to who give us money to get your fact, attention.
1: I know for a fact that this is the hottest Patreon supporter we have.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, there's a John C. on here. John, are you, uh, are you just, are we just, like, trying to make the numbers look higher? Is that what we do? We all need to start contributing. Maybe maybe that should be I was what, waiting. what we use the Patreon money we, for. We we use the Patreon money to contribute back to our Patreon. I mean, it just becomes a cycle of
2: uh bots. We'll be rich instantaneously. Exactly. <laughs> We're
3: printing our own money.
2: It's, uh... And,
1: uh, everybody on Patreon, we, we so, do appreciate right. you.
2: I have a question for you guys. What's the going tooth fairy rate? Five. My kid lost my, – my, my youngest lost both front teeth today. Was it playing baseball? <laughs> wow. What do you say <laughs> to you? He, he to was you? playing baseball. but <laughs> <laughs> So he pulled one before we went to my other son's baseball practice, and he came and joined in. And then afterwards, we came home. He's like, all right, dad, you can try the other one one time. But if I say stop, stop. I'm like, all right, are you ready? Bam. Bam. And just just straight. You
3: heard it. You heard it. You heard it separate when I. Uh, I like, uh, <laughs> uh. So I have I have found that this is a good time to explain.
1: How is it, what, are, uh, what house did you grow up in? <laughs> this is a
3: this is a good time to explain tax rates to a child. Where <laughs> obviously, like a molar, two dollars. We're not. A, a, I mean, visually, a, a visually a visually affecting got, tooth that's twenty bucks
1: I got a silver dollar for for every every tooth I lost it was like a big deal right because it was it was got a, a condom dollar, I got was, a
3: condom wrapper once does that count
1: and I had I used to have one of these gold caps <laughs> and I was young enough where I still kind of believed that there was a tooth fairy when my gold cap tooth fell out and I was Ecstatic! I'm like, I'm gonna be fucking rich, and I'm like, I, I here I am like this. I I don't even like understand how to read the newspaper. I'm like looking up the price of gold. I'm like, I'm gonna be so rich, and I still got a silver dollar. I'm like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. So,
3: so this is this is where you explain that the whole tax bracket system is that the you only get taxed on the tooth that's breaking the limit. Of how much you earn. So the first tooth is twenty dollars. The second tooth is fifteen dollars, because now you're over the thirty dollar tooth limit. So there's a five there's a five dollar tax on it.
2: Do you understand how the tooth fairy works? You're not allowed to tell the kid that how it works.
3: Yeah, you're you're the tooth so, fairy. You know you're the tooth fairy, right? An NFT of a picture
1: of a lost tooth, buttery buttery. You you're gonna make a great dad someday. <laughs> If you're not already, if you're not already, oh, uh, a Bit- God, I wish a Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I'd, I'd punch out one of my teeth right now for a Bitcoin. Are you, you going to give me a Bitcoin there, Buttery? Yeah, uh, the answer to your question, I don't know. My my kid mentioned $20 a
2: tooth. I'm pretty sure. It was just saying the same, same thing. What? For a front tooth? I'm like, what? No way. One, I think my other kid would be like, wait a second. <laughs> that's a ripoff. I didn't get 20. I, mean, I was about to say,
1: this can't be like the first lost tooth in your house.
2: No, no, I just it's been a couple of years and
1: mm. you think the you, br- you market fluctuated a little it,
2: bit? It, it was a transition, like bringing it up. Like he lost two teeth in one day. That's crazy. I don't and think I've crazy. seen that. It is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the rate is. Now his, now his smile looks so cute. <laughs> and,
1: and did you say they're both his front teeth? Like he lost his both both teeth?
2: Both, the t- both top front teeth,
1: yeah. ah, That's such a classic picture. <laughs> such a classic picture.
2: Except uh, I got, oh, I did get one of, of both out. Of it. He wouldn't let me take one when the first one came out. <laughs> I will have to share. Although he would be so mad at me.
1: Damn, have we talked about anything PHP? Is there anything going on in the PHP world besides
2: an awesome
1: user group meetup I feel like? and,
2: and and an awesome conference that's quickly coming up? Oh, oh my gosh.
1: man, let's talk about let's talk some tech, baby. Talk some tech. Now that now that Tom's gone, oh shit, he's back. We're talking tech. We're talking tech. We're talking tech. We're doing the fun stuff now. We're like settling on t-shirt designs
3: and... things. Oh, like- I saw the t-shirt, t-shirt design, design conversation.
1: I get zero feedback from you. You hurt my
2: feelings. No, I, so is that a banner? Is that the deal? Yeah. I was going to bring it up on the show and then I forgot to.
1: But I, I kind of give you a nice segue right there when I said, I sent you a picture of something you didn't take... <laughs> So yeah,
3: like you're using a picture. Yeah, I, I think that's good. You're using a picture of the bean.
2: I, I think we need to share the the, the shirt. And I just need to address this real quick. Just real channel. quick. What I hear, we hear you. I'm trying to. You're I'm using funny.
3: a picture of the bean.
2: What? What? A-
3: the 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 cloud front, which is the name of the sculpture that everyone calls the bean, in the background. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about it?
3: The city is notoriously litigious about use of that image. Like, really, really, really. Why are you neat.
1: trying to get us in trouble? I mean, I, I'm,
3: I'm, trying, to like keep you out. I'm question, trying to keep yeah. you out of trouble. If you use that picture on an actual printed banner, they will sue the ever-living shit out of you.
2: <laughs> well, we're not using that picture, so <laughs> I'm not worried about that.
1: You think we should share it? You want to share it in Discord?
2: The I'm shirts? Discord. Yeah, the shirt. Discord,
1: what, what, do, you want, we, do you want to see what the shirts look like? Will you, will you buy it? Can I show you the shirt?
2: We don't have... It's not like finalized or anything. We're considering. That's true. Why can I not, no, why can I not flip this? Nothing is finalized. I'm trying to flip this image because it's all jacked in the wrong direction, but
1: all right, I'm, gonna, I'm going to delete this picture after I post it. So if you're not listening to us live and in our Discord, don't think you're going to be able to come back. Oh, look at that. What are we looking at here? Hold on, let me... Let me I, I,
2: I, I couldn't rotate the image. It was driving me nuts, so I just posted it as is.
1: Oh, I don't know why I'm clicking on it there. If I click on it here... <laughs> That's such a classic picture, man.
2: I know. I just want to rotate it because he wouldn't let me take it. So I had to go quick and it's all messed up. Um, Where,
1: where's the shirt at? Where did I post the shirt? Was it in general? You know what the shirt looks like, Tom. What are you talking about?
3: No, we're talking about Anush Kapoor, the world's so, most asshole uh, artist. Uh, anyway,
2: I, I took that, that picture of the shirt to my local T-shirt printing place. Yeah. And she's like, I'm counting nine colors in there. If we can like consolidate down to a few, we can save you a lot of money on the shirts.
1: What's a lot of money?
2: I haven't gotten a, a full quote yet. so I need
1: numbers. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here's the shirt coming in hot. Let me, uh, just downloaded it. Where the hell did it go? Downloads. Alright, if you're not watching the live stream, I apologize. This is not this is not set in stone because apparently I don't know. John's thinking about not using color, but Boom, there it is. Oh, I feel like I want to delete it right now. That delete's right there. Delete, delete, delete. Everybody's everybody's downloading it so they can post it again later. I know you jerks. I know you jerks. Alright. That is the running theme right now of all the signage. In that is kind of where we're at with the shirt right now. Like mean, two of those colors kind of have to be there. Don't why? You,
2: John? Why don't? It, why it hasn't not come through on Discord yet? Like I see. Oh, you haven't hit. You haven't hit post.
1: <laughs> have, I, have I not hit? <laughs>
3: Tec- yeah, technically, like, technically savvy. <laughs> Yes, I did. Experts, I in our per- Experts in our area.
1: What are you talking
3: about?
2: <laughs> I'm like, why is it not a mine yet? That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. It
1: looks good. But like I said, I mean, everything's like, I see really three three colors, maybe four. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you don't know how to count colors. Maybe
1: colorblind.
3: I like the, uh, the lipstick Taj Mahal.
1: The Lipstick Taj Mahal. What are you
3: talking about? Just just to the left of the logo. Don't worry, it's too many colors. Oh. It won't be included.
1: Well, I, I guess you could have used worse examples of what that looks like, but sure, Lipstick Taj Mahal, that, that'll work. Yeah, 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 okay. Well, that's there. That's Everybody... I now now that you mentioned I never even had to post it. I could have just like shown it on the stream and True. nobody would have been the wiser. Oh, it's on the stream now. Damn it. <laughs> why did I show why did I show Discord? All right, because
3: because Discord our platform? Discord is the best place to hang out for PHP talk. We've got channels for Doom and Gloom, Some Help Please LiveWire View. We've got the Herb, which is a private channel just for uh Patreons. Patreon supporters? uh, show questions.
1: Appreciate that.
3: I, you know, our most active channel is the some help please channel. Yeah, that's, that gets a lot, lot of prep.
1: Well, the most active channel is general, but yes.
3: Well, while we're broadcasting, but when it's not, when we're not broadcasting, man, I come back to some help please. And I'm like, Oh, I know the answer to that. Oh, they got the answer two days ago.
1: I I, I was about (laughs) to say that exact same thing. It's like, not only is it active, but like, People are responding. Like, it's not just people asking questions just <laughs> no, like, out there. People are responding and fixing stuff.
3: Not just people. I, I would like to point out, uh, Dimitri Gozins, uh, uh, uh OFFS, that's... Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, Mike Page. Like, we've we have experts... In our "some help please" channel, who are answering people's questions, it's it's kind of shocking and unnerving. I'm waiting for for, uh,
2: and I notice none of us have ever responded. to this so. <laughs> it was a joke. I'm Calm moving. Down. It's hard.
1: Just, just moving in general for Tom is hard. You're getting out of the chair, <laughs>
2: getting out of bed. <laughs>
3: I would cor- I would correct you if you were wrong. <laughs> oh
1: boy! All right, where are we at? Oh, we're we we've, we've been on? Yeah, look at that. We're right at about an hour here. I think I think we're in a good spot here. Are,
3: are we? Yeah. I have Laravel news, which is fucking weird. Okay. So.
1: I, I didn't see a card. Was there a card? Well, you should yeah. pay close
3: attention. Laravel introduced this new facade for processes, which is essentially uh, CLI stuff, external calls, uh, exec type stuff. But I really like this because you can create asynchronous processes, pools, or you can fake processes. So, like. You can say, when ls-la is run, this process will return x. Like, you, you can fake the whole thing. Uh, you can assert on run times or assert that something was run. You can uh, send results as if it were a request object. So success, fail, exit codes, stuff like that. This is a really cool feature. I get the feeling that it comes from symphony cause it's cool, but I don't know. And I won't take away from the contributor on this one. Uh, this is contributed by Taylor, some guy named Taylor. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I think this is a very cool thing. uh, what I also like is that Laravel 10, which is supposed to be out this week, has been pushed back a week. They've said, uh, uh, Dries Vintis, Vince has said, uh, we're, we're still working on Laravel V10 releases probably next week. So I'm, I'm all in favor of pushing releases back when something's not working or when it's not exactly the way you want it to be. But, That's your Laravel news. I'm surprised, Eric, that you haven't brought up some of the uh, LaraCast news, which is huge in-depth video tutorials for NeoVim. Uh, We
1: talked about that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to bring that up, Tom. Three more.
3: Three more videos this week. Hmm.
1: Okay, so they've started that. Is it still the? Is it still just doing the whole series? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Big fan. Let me, let me see. I, I didn't see the the new ones. Like I said, I, I've, we talked about this as well, but I, I struggle. Oh, are you busy because you're moving things? No, I start, I've heard I start that's difficult anymore because it's just like uh, it's the same information that you know. I'm already bad at, but yeah, NeoVim. cool. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad these are still coming out. Yeah, you can always get nuggets of information. I really should go back through
3: and watch all. Wow, there are a lot of them. Oh no, we talked yeah. about it. We talked about it already. So don't worry. We
1: did. We talked about it back back here somewhere. We
3: yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. Is that the the release cycle on these has been impressive? It's make me. It makes me want to like actually. Start digging into Neo One
1: of the like, such a talented person all around. Um, it does not surprise me to see what she's accomplishing at all. And yeah, I'm a fan of Jess as a developer and a person. I'm sure they're a pretty good person, but a great developer for sure. Very friendly person. I, I met her at a Laricon once, like a total dickwad. Jess, Jess is from uh, Australia, and so they come up and introduce themselves to me, and I, which you know, was very nice. And like an idiot, the first thing I'm like, "Oh, you're from Australia? You should meet Michael Dorinda." And I could just feel her, like, yeah, like fucking everybody's told me that. I, I know Michael already. Thank you. you know, trying to say hi to you know, other people, trying to expand my circle a little bit.
3: To be fair, that's not much different than I did with Taylor when I met him. <laughs> oh, you're Taylor Outwell. I have to go. Bye. Oh, is, it, is that your nice stuff? <laughs> nope. <laughs> As always, oh. this week, we're going to end with all of John Congdon's cards on Trello. Perfect. That's, okay, it's uh, been all of. Are the,
1: we wrapping up? I,
3: I guess. I I just really liked that joke and had to say it.
1: What? <laughs> What'd you say?
3: I just really like that joke. I just.
1: I I can't I can't knock him. I don't think I've had a card on Trillo the last couple of weeks either.
3: No, you've got I'll, the. I'll
2: let you. I'll let you do the twenty hour days of trying to get crap running too. You.
1: Know? <laughs> oh, we didn't even touch on it. How's that going?
2: it's getting there it's yes. it's way more stable it's the i'm having fun relearning a lot of things being involved in some of those discussions where it's like in the nitty-gritty of tech we don't use that often and then you start you hear from the other developers like we want to help but we don't know like we, we sit in on these meetings and they're you're talking about things we have n- no clue about and then I have to pipe up, I'm like I only know this stuff because I've been doing it for so long, but we don't do it every day, so showing you that this part of the system isn't normal, like we would go months without making any sort of commit to that repo, so why dive into it, why get to there and all of a sudden, this crap happens, you know, the last couple of weeks. And all of a sudden, there's like 100 new commits on a repo that only has a few hundred commits.
3: Is this related to the MySQL errors you've been having?
2: Mm-mm. MySQL errors. Replication? That goes back. No, no, no. So this was the the entire site just basically being shut down. Mm. Government go, government overstepping and making a mistake, but of course, they won't backpedal and say they made a mistake. So it's just been a nightmare a couple weeks. But like I said, getting you're, there, you're seeing every day I'm end end learning something tunnel? new. Light at the end of the tunnel, uh, rewrote a lot of services so we no longer rely on third party, which feels good when you control your own destiny as much as you can. Where when when you're vendor locked, that's scary. Like we talk about it all the time. Like what happens if AWS goes away? <laughs> and there's often times where you're like, that'll never happen. And we were using big name providers and they went away. It wasn't AWS, but still they went away. And you just There there are times where you're like, no, they're not going to go away. And you almost think about it like them shutting down. Like, what if AWS AWS isn't going to shut down, but there's a chance they could shut your services down. And, again, it wasn't AWS that had the problem, but other vendors that are big in our space. And they just like, no, we're not doing business with you. And you rely on so much of their tech, it's scary. That is a,
3: a nightmare scenario, but I'm I'm not I'm not unused to that. I've actually dealt with that quite a bit. But uh, that's a conversation for another time. I think.
1: <laughs> All right, that's good enough. Good enough reason. <laughs> <laughs> As you need to wrap things up. Uh, let's see. What can we talk about this week? Well, how can I how can I end the show?
2: Community. Baseball. Community.
1: I feel like I always talk about community and I don't know. Resilience. You do, baby. Re- resilience. 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 That's a good word. Resilience. Resilience. What is resilience? Resilience is the ability to adapt and bounce back from adversity and challenges it's something you should be aware of as a person as a developer that it's it's a tool that you need to train yourself around because it's going to be one of those things You're going to get to a point in your life or in your career where the thing that separates you from the person that succeeds is that resilience. And if you've toned that muscle, if you understand and can identify when you need to have that resilience and how to handle issues and challenges to get you through, that's going to help you out. And it's going to help you help others out and help you identify when other people are having to go through some sort of real resilient stage in their life. So don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. Study it. Look back on it. And try to, like, identify when other people are doing are having to go through it. Um, It's a real game changer because it's that, it's that, Compa- I think with resiliency comes a level of compassion as well. And I talk about compassion a lot, and I didn't want to do it this week. That's why I said resilience. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we're talking That's That was the thing this week, resilience. But that's all I have to say on that. I really should think about these things a little bit more ahead of time before I try to go off the cuff. That's going to do it for episode 322. We have been resilient doing this show. 322.
3: I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep, Keep it, ugly. it
0: ugly. One, two, one, two, Ah, uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric. He stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me.